everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and I'm here live on Periscope from my apartment in Portland. I wasn't at the All-Star Race tonight, but now I'm joining you live um, to see what you have to say. At least I'm recording this live. So uh, dual purpose here. I don't have anybody to chat with, so I'll be chatting with the people here um, on Periscope, taking their questions. Obviously, I think that I had a different interpretation and feeling about the race as most of you did watching at home because, um, yeah, it seemed like really people on Twitter uh, were pretty um, high on the package. They, they liked it. And um, even Kyle Larson basically said uh, afterwards that, hey, it was a lot of fun. I hate to say this, but it was a lot of fun kind of thing. Um, here, here's my thing, and I'll just start with this. So obviously, um, I want NASCAR to go the right direction because I feel like uh, I'm pretty invested in uh, all of NASCAR racing at this point. It's my career, so I want to see what is ultimately the right thing for the sport, right? Well, when you have a situation where you're putting the best drivers at the top, top level, and you're they're basically just matting it to the floor and driving around and around without having to lift or anything like that, um, I'm like, oh, it, it's just tough to watch because it's like, is this really the best, the best form of racing? Um, is this really the best test of their skills? Now, that said, obviously, it was a much, much, much better show. It was very, very exciting for an all-star race. Um, typically, the, the all-star races really isn't exciting at all. Um, now, you did have uh, Harvick lead all 10 laps of the green flag, final green flag segment, which has been what they've been trying to avoid with all the various shakeups over the years. But, you know, maybe in some cases, you just there's just nothing you can do about that. It was still more exciting than a usual race, though, because you had guys making runs. Yeah, they probably couldn't pass the leader. It was too hard and clean air. But um, it just felt like, for the most part, that um, they were bunched up and they were having to try things. So that's better than, you know, a typical race at a Charlotte or a Texas or something like that. I think that my, you know, if this was, if, if you were going to say, hey, this is just the package that's going to be for the All-Star Race every year, that's the only time you're going to see it at a mile and a half track. I think I could have relaxed and enjoyed it a lot more and be like, oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's interesting. That's different. But knowing NASCAR, I feel like NASCAR wants to make it the best thing they can for the fans. And so they're paying very, very close attention to the fans. And if the fans like something, that's the direction that the, that NASCAR naturally tends to gravitate toward. So the fact that this package was so well received, I'm watching it going, oh boy, you know, is this is going to be, this is probably what we're watching is maybe the future of NASCAR. Um, and so this is going to be, have to have to be something that I have to get comfortable with every week as of all you, as of all the, the same for you, you guys. Um, and many of you based on your Twitter reaction seem like, yeah, you're cool with it. Um, I saw many comments saying, um, look, Hey, I, I just, I'm just here to be entertained. You know, I don't care what they're doing. I just want to see entertainment. I don't care if the drivers, if it's not the, you know, we're seeing the driver skill, the driver talent or the teams building the fastest cars. Um, but, and, and that's fine. And maybe I get used to that eventually for right now, just this initial night of seeing this, it's hard to, it's hard to say, wow, you know, um, 
that's all out the window. And, and it's just about, it's just more about entertainment. It's not really about uh, the driver's skill and things like that. I, I, I saw several of you saying on Twitter, Hey, I, I went 155 around, um, Charlotte motor speedway. When I was at Richard Petty driving experience, these guys are going 160. Like, wow, you know, maybe I could do this. And I think that part of the NASCAR's allure is that you're watching these guys and saying, Whoa, I could never do this. Right. You want those, you want to watch NASCAR and say, those guys are the best, the best. They have giant balls. I could never do that. Wow. Those guys are freaking heroes. Um, they deserve every penny they get, every dime they get. So if you watch it and you're like, yeah, pretty much, you know, they're going slow enough and obviously it takes some skill, but you know, if they're going slow enough to the point where you're like, yeah, maybe, you know, uh, and what maybe John West Townley could have made it in these cars or something. Um, you know, I, I just think that's, that's not what you want to be thinking when you're watching these races. You want to be thinking and going, damn, these guys are good. These are, these guys are really, really good. So that, that was my, that's just my concern about it, um, for the future. So obviously though, the, the other side of that is, as, as a lot of you were saying, um, you know, it, it's, I mean, we're all watching this race tonight. I'm, I'm pointing my TV. You can't see. We're all watching this race tonight and. I was hardly on Twitter because I was so entertained. I mean, you're glued to the TV. When's the last time we were that glued to a mile and a half uh, race on TV? So there's a great upside to it. It's just how do you reconcile that with the other side of like, well, you know, I, I don't know what the balance is there. So um, it's tough. And, and, you know, obviously in a perfect world, we could say, well, geez, I really wish that NASCAR could make it so that they were doing this kind of racing tonight at going all out and doing that. Well, obviously, I mean, they've, they've tried that. I mean, NASCAR has been working on this over and over and over again. Uh, they have a R and D department that's on this all the time. Uh, it's just very, very, very difficult, obviously. So if it was that easy, Oh, you know, maybe just take the plates off and try this. It, it just doesn't work like that. So, um, I think that this is, this is, you know, what the future might be. Um, so we'll just have to see. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see what happens from here on out. We'll have to see how the drivers react. We'll have to see how the fans react. I'll be very interested to see what you guys say in the the was it a good race poll. Um, yeah, I mean it's uh, I you know do I want to see this again? I think yeah. Um, at certain tracks, maybe it would work. Maybe it would be uh, something better. Um, Pocono, something like that. Would this work at Pocono? You know, yeah, maybe it'd probably be better than what they have now. Um, so I don't know. Let's see what some of you guys are saying. Um, yeah. So right now all, all, all of a sudden I see some comments, Chicagoland art has already tweeted. They'd love to have this package for, for their race. And I think let's, let's say you're a track president. Um, you watch this. If you're Chicago, if you're Eddie Gossage at Texas or whatever, you're going to be like, damn, I want that kind of racing. I want to be able to put that in my commercials. I want to be able to put that in my highlight reels and sell people and say, Hey, did you like what you saw in that all-star race? Well, come on out to whatever mile and a half track and you're going to see it. Um, that's a very tempting thing. So, you know, you can't really fault NASCAR for wanting to do that. I just, again, it just goes back to what's the balance between the entertainment factor, the show factor. And, um, you know, I look, I, there's plenty of you out there that like, um, restrictor plate racing, right? I, I think I can deal with restrictor plate racing, you know, Talladega, Daytona, uh, four times a year, how it is now personally, just personally, I wouldn't want it any more than that because 
I like, you know, as, as Kyle Busch would call it, the real racing where he, you know, he made everybody mad that one time where he said that Daytona was not real racing and he was like, we're going to Atlanta. I think that's how I, I, how I feel about it is because, you know, when you're having guys have to lift and, and all that kind of things, um, I just don't know that this is what I view as real racing or true pure racing where the, the team's trying to build that car as fast as they can make it. The driver's trying to go as fast as he can. I mean, these guys are holding it wide open and, um, you know, just doing what they can. And it's definitely an acquired skill. Um, you definitely have to do things with, with this package, just like at a, at a Daytona Talladega. It's, you know, there's certain drivers who are going to be better in those situations, but it's just not what we're used to. So, um, I think it would just take some adjustment time just talking about from my perspective, but a lot of you in the comments do say that, uh, you like it. So definitely respect that. I don't want to take away from your enjoyment. I don't want to say, you know, I look, I wish I could be right there with you and be like, man, I love this. This was freaking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to be, um, not enjoying it or, or having second thoughts or, or questioning my gut or something, you know, I, and I don't want people to be like, uh, God, that guy's so negative on Twitter. Like, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm just being honest about what I see from it. It's just, I guess, you know, when you're, when you're covering a sport or following a sport, you want to be able to look at it and say, man, that guy won because he was the best. And that's talent and that's pure, you know, Kevin Harvick is winning so much this year because he and his team are the best. They are beating everybody's butt right now. You don't want to say, well, that guy got clean air and that guy got a good run at the right time. And he was able to get a good push from the other driver because the only way he won was from this push or something like that. Um, it's just not, it's just not the same, same type thing. So, um, I do think that they, I think NASCAR will let this breathe a little bit. They'll definitely take their, take their time. But again, there's going to be a lot of pressure now to to see this in the future. So, um, and maybe it's the best thing for the sport. Maybe you could argue that what's been what they've been trying uh, over the years has not been working, and so maybe it's time for a major change. Maybe this is what is needed. You know. Um, so we'll see. I mean, if you think about it, look, this gave Almendinger a spotlight till he hit the wall. I mean, he was running up there. And when, when's the last time you see Almendinger running well on a mile and a half track? You see Suarez having one of his best career days on a mile and a half track. He's beating some of the best drivers that we see out there every week. So there's there's a lot of, uh, if you're looking for parity, this is something where this package could be very interesting. Um, and and I, I can already see the tweets right now. Next week, it's going to be the Coke 600. It's going to get all strung out. As we know, long green flag runs, long green flag runs at the Coke 600. And people are going to be tweeting me and they're going to say, okay, Jeff. Oh, so, oh, so you really didn't like that thing last week, huh? Aren't you, don't you want that back now? I bet you want that back now. So, um, I, I can already, I can already see that's going to happen, but, um, you know, I don't know. I, I just think, uh, it's just a, it's tough balance. Help me, help me reconcile it. Well, how can, how can you guys, um, who are watching this or listening to this, you know, let me know, like, uh, what, what am I missing? What, what do I have to let go of in my head? Um, to say, okay, you know what? I'm cool with this. Uh, I can accept this. It maybe, maybe just NASCAR's, um, trying to look at it from this way. NASCAR's brand is about entertainment. So NASCAR thinks entertainment first, thinks a show first. Um, IndyCar or F1, they're more concerned about the racing, you know, pure racing, where 
you know, IndyCar, there's no stages. I, I went to the IndyCar finale last year at Sonoma. No cautions in the whole race. I'm like, man, this is weird. Um, I, I didn't really think it was that good of a race because I'm just like, man, this is not not so good. F1, you watch it a lot of weeks, and to uh, say what Regan Smith does, I mean, you're like, ugh, compared to NASCAR, this isn't that good a lot of times. Um, on the other hand, you can't really expect every race to be great or epic or something or, or you know maybe as uh as nick bromberg i think was pointing out on on twitter you know if if every race was a restrictor plate race like this if this was every week you know that would get old so you've got to keep it somewhat special uh, but i i do see the the value in look we all we're all doing this uh to be entertained we're all watching nascar to be entertained the world is not a great place at times bad news on tv we turn on nascar we're spit we're choosing to spend our time watching NASCAR because we want to be entertained. We want to escape from things. So of course people would want to be to the point where it's like, yeah, this is freaking awesome. Let's, let's, uh, let's enjoy this. Let's, um, let's see some good racing here. But you know, maybe I, you know, what, what's, what's the balance? What's the balance? Is it going to bother you guys? I guess if your favorite driver has, it has less in their um less in their control say or or your favorite team has less in their control um i don't know maybe it doesn't bother you maybe you'd rather see the different faces every week and that's a trade off you can have of course we i i'm saying all this and kevin harvick the same face wins yet again but i i actually think that um that's more of a a unique circumstance. I don't think if you ran this every week that Kevin Harvick would be as dominant as he is now. Obviously, I mean, they have a great team. They're bringing great arrow and things like that. But um, I do think that you'd see a lot more guys mixing it up. I think you'd see a Suarez or an Almondinger win these races where uh, there's less of a chance that on a normal week where a Harvick is dominating that they're going to do that. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Um Maybe you have select races uh, where you you know, sort of you introduce this slowly. Um, of course, the, the tracks would be scrambling to try to get that right. I mean, uh, Pocono, Michigan, um, Kentucky, places like that would be like begging. Well, no, you know, how come you're going to give that to Chicago and Texas and Charlotte, but you're not going to give that to us? But maybe if you do like half and half or something on mile and a half pa- uh, tracks, then you have a race like Kansas. One week, then you have a race like this the next week, and there's a, a decent mix. Um, I'm not sure. I will say, though, that uh, wouldn't it make the races a lot longer if it was like this every week? All-Star Race is usually one of the shortest of the year, but when you're slowing down the cars, especially over a 600-mile race, that would be quite a long a long time, right? I mean, that would probably add a significant amount of time onto the race. Maybe if it's a good race, though, people don't care as much. I don't know. Um let me try to scan for some questions really quick. I know that the replies are sort of coming fast and furious here. Um, but let's see. Why do we need to slow down the cars so others can catch up? That doesn't sound like that. Oh, that sounds like race fixing. Well, I, I mean, it's it's uh, the racing form of um, socialism in some ways, right? Like, well, this person has gotten too rich, too fast. So we've got to bring everybody back together. Um, but, you know society is not a show this is a show this is entertainment so nascar has always been charged with trying to keep the competition close they've been charged with trying to 
um, make the, the level playing field, as they say. So, um, yeah, maybe that's, uh, you know, th- this fits into that. If, if they're trying to, if this is a, this is an easier solution, the solutions they've been trying to do, um, they're not working, right? I mean, the, the various rules packages, um, there's hope that they keep getting closer, but, um, the cars are going too fast. We all know that, which makes the tires, uh, not work as well. They have to make a harder tire. So the tires, Goodyear can't bring the tire. The, the track surfaces don't work. Maybe this is the shortcut. You know, this is the shortcut to, um, the racing we've all been dreaming of and hoping for. I mean, you know, and, and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because of course, if you said, well, what would you think about, um, super, super close racing on a mile and a half track? You're always bitching about the, the races being too strung out and we need a caution and all that stuff. Um, you know, was anybody saying we need a caution tonight for the most part? No, not really till Harvick was <laughs> about to win and, um, everybody needed that. So, um, but I don't know. I, I just don't know the answer. And, uh, I don't, I, I, I really hope that NASCAR is just careful. That's all. Because once you go down this road, once you go down the road of, um, okay, it's not as much in the driver's hands. It's really more about the show, which has been the cha- the case with format, um, format changes, stages and things like that. That's, that's about the show. But once you go down that road package wise, I don't know that you go back the other way. I think you just keep going more and more down that road. So that's just, that's just my concern. Um, there is some, some appeal to, even though it's, you know, we get tired of it. When you watch Kyle Busch do something, you watch Kevin Harvick do something, or even Larson at Kansas and things like that, uh, before he got into it with Blaney, you're like, man, that's, that's like magical what those guys are doing. Um, if it's, if you just are watching it, knowing that they're pretty much wide open, I don't know. I don't know. So, but again, I really don't want people to um, watch this Periscope or listen to this podcast um, and think, you know, um, you know, I I thought I enjoyed it, but Jeff's talking me out of it. I I don't want that because if you enjoyed it, that's great. You should, I mean, NASCAR needs people to enjoy it and be excited about it and be pumped about it. Um, And, but I think there just has to be a a line that we, we sort of all have to come to, uh, an agreement, a common thought, like, okay, this is going to be how it is. And this is what NASCAR racing's philosophy is. I think if like, let's say the, whoever buys NASCAR at some point says, okay, I'm either going to make it a, a competition where I'm going to, um, make, you know, the playoffs less gimmicky, or I'm going to make this, the races less gimmicky. I'm going to tone down some of the rules, make it more F one ish, make it more IndyCar ish. Um, then, then you go a certain direction with the package. If you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to make this. I'm going to keep all this uh, crazy stuff. It's going to be all about entertainment. It's going to be all about the show. Um, and so then the rules package go with that. And we can all look at each other and say, hey, look, we, we know what we're getting into here. NASCAR is about entertainment first, competition second. I still think that it's right now about competition first, entertainment second, although that line gets blurry sometimes and they're getting closer together. Just for me, I got into sports. I didn't get into NASCAR first. I got into sports writing and I wanted to cover, you know, the best of the best, right? You know, you want to cover unique athletes, um, unique stories uh, who are super, super talented. And once you sort of step away from that, you know, I'm sort of looking at myself and I'm like, man, what am I doing? You know, 
uh, just my just I'm just talking from my own perspective here, from from a sports writing perspective or journalism perspective, because you're wanting to again see see the greatness and say, wow, you know what? I was around when Jimmy Johnson was racing. Be able to, you know, when I'm a 70 year old writer or something walking in the media center. And, you know, the younger writers come up to me, they're like, wow, you saw Jimmy Johnson race? I'm like, yeah, that was greatness right there. You know, he's best driver ever. Um, my concern is, let's say they go to this package 10 years from now, um, you know, and so-and-so rich kid driver that's come in and he can run with these guys because it's not as hard anymore because of, this, of the package. It's not so hard. All of a sudden he's winning races and people are like, well, how does that guy compare to Jimmy Johnson? And I'm like, um, no. No. And then, and I, you know, am I not going to, is it going to take away from my enjoyment of it? Because I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm sorry. These guys, you know, I'm just not as blown away by what they're doing anymore because I know it's not as hard. So anyway, um, long story, uh, but big, big rant here, 20 minute rant about pretty much the same topic, but I think that was pretty much the story of the night. So, um, just wanted to hop here on Periscope and, um, I'll just uh, give you a little preview before I sign off, at least on the podcast version of this. Um, the next podcast will be with Eric Jones on Tuesday. That's going to be the 12 questions. And then the how I got here for this week is going to be with Bob Pockris going into Indy. He uh, grew up in Indy, covered a lot of those um, races when he was coming up. And I talked to Bob about how he came to be uh, the NASCAR uh the best beat writer out there, um, what his journey was like, lots of covering high school sports and girls, high school weightlifting, things like that. So he had a long road to get there. That's the next podcast. And then I'm going to the Indy 500. So, um, my, I will probably try to do the same thing I did last year where I go over to NASCAR chasm's house and we can talk about the Indy 500 and I'll watch the cook 600 with him where you will all be yelling at me on Twitter saying, Jeff, how did you not think that that rules package last week was way better than this? So I'm ready for that. I'll be braced for that. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. <laughs>